To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Are our health policies backed by the latest science? That's the question researchers are asking as they call on the government to improve the way health policymakers are informed. The Healthier Lives National Science Challenge Group wants health policymakers to have access to robust, up-to-date scientific evidence. Head of AUT's Public Health Department, Dr Heather Kame, joins me now. Morning to you. Morning now. Who is potentially being disadvantaged here, Heather, by the lack of evidence and research that is informing our policies or meant to inform our policies? My my expectation is that it will be Māori and Pacific communities with the failure to engage with the evidence about what works within their communities. So how do we ensure our policymakers have the most up-to-date evidence or research to base policies on? You know, why why don't they have access to this currently? Well, I'm not a policymaker, so I'm not entirely sure what they have and don't have, but I would have thought that if I was looking after someone that was writing policy, I'd want them to have access to an academic library because that's the depository where all of the health research sits and that seems an obvious place to go rather than reinventing the wheel. So I think we need to work out how people that need access to academic libraries get access. Is that something easily fixed? Is that something they could do? It's tricky because of the um, copyright laws and uh, um, I've tried to get help get people access and the big publishing industries don't like um, people that aren't on site getting access unless they're staff or students at the university. Mm-hmm. So I think it is r- trickier than it sounds, but um, that's where the evidence is. It's all sitting there on all those academic databases ready to go, so... So what's what's the knock-on effect? You know, the particular areas that are lacking, what are the sort of poor outcomes we're seeing if the health policies are not backed up by the latest science or research? Well, my research looks at institutional racism in health policy, and one of the things that I've done is look at what who who policymakers are citing, and I've my research found, looked at a 10-year period part of it and found less than 12 Māori academics cited in 10 years. And so they weren't engaging with um, Māori academics. And I'm sure that if one reviewed that for Pacific academics, it would be the same. So then, so they're lying, relying heavily on Northern Hemisphere evidence without engaging with local stuff. And certainly from a public health perspective, we want people to... You know, you need to localise your interventions so that so that they're designed specifically for local people because culture is such a critical part of how we engage with health. Mm. Heather, thank you very much for being with us this morning. Dr Heather Kame, who is head of AUT's Public Health uh, Department. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.